welcome to the Chiropractic United podcast for September 10th, 2014. This podcast is brought to you by CBP Seminars to see how chiropractic biophysics technique can help improve your practice as well as your patient's overall health and spinal structure. Go to idealspine.com. And also by Dr. Fred Domenico of Elite Coaching to see how Dr. Fred can help bring your practice to all new heights. Go to elitecoachingllc.com. And finally, by PostureCode, developers of the X-ray analysis system known as PostureRay, as well as the award-winning Posture Screen mobile app, available in the iTunes App Store as well as the Google Play Android Store. For more info, go to PostureAnalysis.com. All right, Dr. Fred, take it away. Welcome back to Kyrie United Podcast, September 10th, 2014. When was the last one? I don't know, March 10th? Yeah, probably. It's been that long. And- yeah, we have the dynamic trio back. That's right, you heard it. Trio, so all you out in podcast land, we have a special treat. Uh, a special the guest. originators a special of guest. Uh, philosophy. But yeah, special guest. And, uh, you know, it's good to be back. First of all, I want to apologize that we have been gone for a bit. So we kind of go through these spurts, but we're planning on being back. We got uh, a great schedule coming up. And tonight, First of all, we want to welcome back our longtime friend, colleague, founder, part of the Dynamic Trio, Dr. Deed E. Harrison. Wow. Yeah, hey, thanks. It's good to be back. And, and it's been so long, his microphone is degraded, Fred. You hear that? It's a little rusty. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I got a, a surprise for you guys at the end of, of the, the you know our little podcast here. I'll, I'll bring up a new a uh, randomized trial that CBP has, and, you know, the abstract's already published, and we'll go through it. It's uh, quite a groundbreaker. Now, now he drops that bomb on us, Fred. we got to wait till the end of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to bring it up in, at, right away. Otherwise, nobody will listen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right? That's interesting. But, uh, you know, first I have somebody here with me that uh, I think you guys know. And, you know, I think a lot of people would like to hear uh, from him, his perspective. He's uh, my 40, 45th chiropractic intern. He's uh, from Palmer West Chiropractic College, and he's doing his last uh, quarter or last trimester at uh, Palmer West as a, a preceptor here at the Ideal Spine Health Center. Uh, so Palmer West, for those of you that don't know, is uh, in Sunnyvale, California, just outside of San Jose, California. And my late father actually used to teach there uh, in the uh, early 1980s when it was called, I believe it was uh, Pacific States. I think that's what the name of it was. Uh, but anyway, we have uh, Brian Bandman here. Hey, and Brian. There he I- is. Welcome. There you go with his workout gear on. Yeah, those in podcast land that only hear, have the audio uh, aren't appreciating the, uh, the the look and feel of the, the fit. Uh, now we have uh, the fit foursome here. Yeah, you're taking us to the gun show. <laughs> Somebody's got to try and help Deed with his uh, Harrison starter pack around here. So Nice. We're trying. Nice. Right on. Hey, well, what a great opportunity, man, to be finishing your last quarter at Ideal Spine Center, you know, so accolades to you for being motivated and uh, taking that step. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's an honor to be here. Uh, We don't, actually at Palmer West, uh, CVP isn't incorporated into the core curriculum yet. We're going to work on getting it there, but, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's such an honor being here and seeing what, uh, what we can do as chiropractors when we when we have that proper alignment of the spine. Nice, great healing miracles. <clears throat> Absolutely. You know, one one great thing is, uh, you know, and so I'm going to start off with a little joke. So uh, he can. You need to get by the microphone there, dear. I'm going to. I'm going to start off with a little joke, but. You know, some people may think it's a little uncalled for here, but that's too bad. It's our show. We get to do what we want. <laughs> you know, so, and there is a point to my story. So I, I walk in the office, you know, a couple months ago, and I, apparently Brian just got done adjusting, you know, my wife, Shirlene. And Shirlene says, 
She goes, you know what? I really, really like Brian's package. <laughs> and, and, you know, luckily, luckily none of the patients were around. And so I looked at her and I go, what? She goes, yeah, I really like his package. And <laughs> she, what she meant to say is the, the Palmer package that, you know, Brian learned the technique at, at Palmer College there. And, you know, Palmer is known, you know, some or to some extent for their adjusting skills. So the, the good news is he came out and he can move bones and he's a good adjuster. You know, the, the bad news is they, they don't learn true corrective care in chiropractic. Yeah, what's up with that? Well, hopefully that's just a yet, right? That's what we're hoping for. That's right. Cool. Yeah, because once, once these people know the knowledge and once they know that there's a truth out there, you know, it's I know there's some political and some steps that you have to go through, but, you know, how do you not offer certain things? It's it's really hard. Eventually, I think everybody's going to come around like uh, some most of the schools are doing now. Hey, well, hey one, of guys, one of you guys is making some background noise. That, like, somebody's rustling something. Rustling. Okay. It might be me with my microphone, so I'm going to keep my microphone away from everything. Is it, yeah, is it wrestling now? Yeah, you're, you're done wrestling. All right. Okay, so let's get this, let's get this momentum going here with this. Uh, one of the things that, you know, I've noticed and, I've and I was telling Joe about before we got on here, there is a definite movement towards spinal correction. You know, I mean, I get calls being that obviously uh, Elite and CBP are closely related, um, you know, and, and Elite definitely has a reputation for that association. Man, I get calls all the time from doctors that, number one, uh, some of them have fear about where the healthcare system is going, but that's not even as popular. What I hear all the time is my practice wasn't the same as it was five years ago. You know, people that were insurance dependent now have to learn how to communicate. You know, the, the patients, the people out there in the general public are smarter. They're more educated. I mean, you have to know how to handle objections. And there's definite movement, more and more doctors moving into spinal correction. Indeed, I know that you see that too. You know, you're getting more and more doctors that were pain relief that are burnt, that are burnt out. And, and they want something better. And they're looking for to, to deliver something that's greater to their patients than they've done in the past. And uh, I'll give you a second to comment on this. But I notice it's, it seems about between the five and 10 year mark. I mean, this is, these are the calls I'm getting somewhere between the five and 10 year mark that those pain practice people, they're just burning out. And, and the funny part is there's some that are just coming out of school within a couple of years that they realize that's not the answer. And what they learned in school isn't gonna get them very far at all. And uh, we're definitely seeing a massive movement in that direction. Did you speak all over the profession. You know, why don't you comment on that? Yeah, you know, what you, what you said is absolutely true there, Fred. I mean, there is a, a surge of, of chiropractors coming into CBP technique and CBP seminars from, a, a, you know, somewhere between Five and even 15 years of having been in active practice. And while, you know, they were pretty satisfied as a chiropractor, they're, you know, really number one, getting discontent with the insurance game and the paperwork involved and actually losing the ability to really practice true chiropractic. And then on, on the, the spine correction level, they, they were never fully satisfied with the results that they were achieving with true spinal correction and spinal rehabilitation. And in the end, most of the savvy chiropractors out there would also agree to the fact that they weren't really able to get the patient to the next level as a result of the lack of spine and postural correction. So I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm seeing that all over, not just in the United States, but international as well from Australia to, you know, Europe to the UK. Um, and it's just, you know, I, I often hear at, at the end of a, a CBP presentation, even a simple introductory presentation where they go, why wasn't I taught this in the beginning? And this just makes so much sense. And it's it's actually truly easy to apply in, in the general concept of it. 
Yeah, I have to agree too, guys, because I, I get obviously with uh, Posture Screen Mobile, I have a lot of doctors out there that pick it up because they've never done a screening, they've never done health talks or anything like that, but they're struggling in practice because they're burnt out for A and they're not retaining anybody. And what's, what's neat about my position, and this is the way that I always uh, positioned Posture Screen was to attract people and get them into chiropractic through posture awareness and get them ultimately interested in structural-based, you know, subluxation-based care. And we've seen, especially the last two years, a lot of doctors coming in that had practiced like personal injury and like decompression type practices, um, insurance-based heavy, that they were so ready to quit practice and that they're starting to do just enough corrective care and it was, you know, posture related to where they're starting to see just doing some basic, not even, I, they, they just forward head posture adjustments and seeing changes and changing people enough to where when they call us, they're so excited and want to know, well, what do we do more? And of course, you know, a lot of them have, you know, unfortunately, they have not been taught any of this. And it's really exciting from our perspective of, you know, taking those people and getting them interested in structural-based corrective care because what happens is it's like a new lease on life. I have a friend right now that I just recently became acquainted with. He was ready to quit practice. And, he, and now all the clinic chain that he's in now is doing a structural-based care. And it's, he said, he's so excited to go, to go to the office. And, you know, never before did he actually even mark x-rays before. They took x-rays, but they never looked at them. Now it's like, okay, what can I do, Joe, to change this? And, of course, he's going to be coming to some seminars soon. But it's really exciting, you know, that we're seeing that trend. So you're absolutely right, Fred. Well, and what we also, you know, what I see is, is that their principle gets re gets reignited, their purpose gets reignited. So you take these guys, you know, and some of these people that have been burning out and all of a sudden, man, their passion comes back, their love for chiropractic comes back and they get into spinal correction and CBP and they say, this is why I became a chiropractor. And, you know, the great thing about CBP is, you know, that the old model bone on nerve. I mean, there's people that are preaching that and I get it, I get the subluxation model, I was there years ago, but in reality, it's expanded. I mean, it's not bone on nerve, that's part of the story. You look at the principle of chiropractic and it's curves and spinal cord. You know, it's not bone on nerve, it's cord. And that's a great thing about you, Deed, and CBP, is you have the research that shows cord problems, it's much bigger. It's much bigger than that. And that doesn't even include biomechanics. And uh, say one more thing. You know, the principle is truth, man. The principle is the universal law. Hey, we're an energetic being in a physical body. And CBP is the application that brings the principle alive in people. You know, CBP is how. And in reality, the, the principle is truth. You know, a subluxated spine, the principle works, meaning that it creates disease. You know, an unsubluxated spine creates health. So the principle works either way. The question is, how do you want it to work for you? How do you want it to work for your patients? If they're subluxated, it's cord. I mean, if you're not changing the curves, man, the principle of disease is happening in the body. The great thing about chiropractic is chiropractic works almost in spite of itself. That you can make an adjustment and receive a great healing. But if you don't take the pressure off the cord, that healing becomes limited. And that's the great thing about you, Deed, and CBP. Man, when you go to those seminars, I encourage every philosophy person, I don't care. You know, you hear the excuse, oh, man, I can't sit through those biomechanics. You know what? Look at the two letters at the end of your name. It says Doctor of Chiropractic, DC. We're responsible for knowing. And when you go to those seminars, you will see the mechanics and the neurological compromise that is happening on such a bigger scale. And your ability to change a person's life is unprecedented compared to segmental adjusting. And, uh, hey, I was a Gonstetter, man. I was there. And curve changes make massive changes in your patients. Your patients deserve it. So the principle comes alive in disease, and it comes alive in health as well. Yeah, hang on. There's, there's a lot there. But you know what I want to do is I, I want to give uh, our uh, – student intern. He's not a doctor yet, so we can't call him doctor. Uh, student intern, uh, DC to be Brian, a, a chance to comment on this. And then I, I want to kind of direct some questions to him and 
and uh, you guys can too in a, in a minute here, Brad. So here's Brian. Okay. Yeah, guys, uh, my thoughts on that are just that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really unfortunate that this isn't, that CBP technique isn't given a more emphasis in every chiropractic college. I can only speak to my experience in college, but I know, you know, this at Palmer, we, we really pride ourselves on being evidence-based and, you know, kind of the experts in spinal care, but yet CVP is, is missing in, in the curriculum. And, and so I had to go outside of school and seek it out myself. And, you know, I'm, I'm a little baffled at why it's not there. It's just, it makes so much sense. The research is behind it. Uh, it's all about removing pressure on the nervous system, on the spinal cord. Uh, so I, my thoughts are, are, like you said, Fred, it's just, if we claim to be experts of the spine, I think this is a no-brainer. We should be we should be working with the curves of the spine, and we've got the research to back it up. So, so let's use it. Yeah. So, you know, that's well said by Brian. Uh, still a student, but about to graduate. He's done in December. But you know, there's other students out there. A lot of them, really, that listen to the Cairo, Cairo United podcast. And I know as they're going through school, they all share some common fears and frustrations. But it's really the, you know, some of the fears that the students are, are actually expressing. Maybe it'd be a nice idea for Brian to, uh, you know, bring these up and we can, uh, you know, discuss these uh, in an, you know, an open forum and provide some, you know, some ideas and solutions for them. Uh, and, and not just, you know, arbitrary fears, but, you know, direct challenges and and such that the uh, student or the recent grad faces. So I'm going to ask Brian, a, you know, just a very pointed question. And it's, uh, you know, what's the biggest fear or challenge that you face right now as you're about to graduate? Um, having a successful practice, really. Being able to, to pay the bills and uh, have, have patients that understand what we're trying to do. Uh, and also get results from their care, too. I guess that, that would be the biggest fear. You know, uh, I have actually I have a question to you as well, too. We're getting a little feedback. But um, hopefully you can hear me okay. Can you address uh, the, the average doctor that's been out for a while? I, and this really, really shocked me because I hadn't talked to a student in a long time that just graduated. And I almost fell over when I found out what the average student loan debt is coming out uh, for, for students um, now. What is it like this year graduating for, the average, for your average classmates? Because I think the doc that's been out 10 or 15 or 20 or 30 years needs to realize some of these challenges that you guys have. What's the average debt, if you don't mind me asking? The average, the average is anywhere from 150 to 200, I believe, right now. Probably more, more around two hundred thousand dollars. My goodness, you know, I, I think that's an eye opener for the the old timers out there um, to realize what you know. Even when I started, you know, I I think I was I I think I was right around like a hundred. And Fred, when you got out, you know, I know it was about ten or fifteen dollars back then. Um, but uh, yeah. but seriously, I mean, that, that is some challenges. Bucks, man, stop it. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I mean, I'm being serious as far as if, if, a, if a student comes out, you know, you have to be so certain with your principles and your practice and so certain that you can change people's lives because you have such a burden on yourself to be able to, you know, make it in today's healthcare uh, system as far as, of course, it's going to be more cash-based. So having that certainty with CBP, I think it fills a great niche because it gives you guys the confidence and looking at it and saying, hey, well, I owe $200,000, not a big deal. That's going to be, we're going to be able to overcome that because if someone tries and does the, the insurance model, they're never paying that off. Well, you know, what's interesting. Can I comment on that real quick? Sorry. Absolutely. You know, when I, we talk to students, obviously, and I get calls from students. And I must say that when you go to CBP seminars and you talk to those students, their technical certainty is so much greater that I don't hear the fear coming out of their mouth that I hear from the average student that's searching, searching for something or coming out. They, they don't have that certainty. Like, like the CBP people, they may not know how to build a business, 
but they know they can fix spines and, and that's not necessarily the key to success. But what it is, it does give them a level of certainty that they have a direction. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, do they need coaching? No question. But at least they, they, they have their vision is clear. And there's so many students that are coming out that don't have that clarity. And without that clarity, there's fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's your impression, Brian? Yeah, you know, I, I mean, that's why I'm so excited about being here is because you know, as chiropractors, and I, I appreciate the philosophy behind chiropractic as well. I, I think it's a huge part of a successful practice. And, um, I mean, I, it's just a huge part of life in general. It's Like you said, Fred, the universal principle is true. And, uh, you know, to me it's exciting to be a part of CBP where, where you know, we talk about removing tension on the spinal cord all the time. And, and that's what we do as chiropractors. And, you know, the the technical aspect of CBP is that that's what we're doing, you know, by restoring the curvature of the spine. And, and, and so I, I feel confident in my technical skills to deliver on the philosophy. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if that answers your question, but yeah, absolutely. My thoughts. Well, I was just curious, what do you, when you look at the average student, and you see the people that the students that have followed CBP, and you've been in the seminars long enough. Do you see a difference in the certainty of the students that are coming out that that have that clarity of versus uh, the ones that don't that aren't that don't have that clarity in the model in oh, a corrective model? Yeah, absolutely. There's a certain confidence about you know that that you gain when you you know you're able to perform at your craft you're able to deliver on the, the results or, or give the results that you you talk about maybe in the initial visit or whatever you can deliver on those and and so you you have a confidence about you that we don't learn in school because you know frankly it's just kind of a more of a we learn it's more of a guessing game so cbp delivers that confidence in my opinion and there's there is that certainty definitely with the students i've i've interacted with cool so you know brian is actually going to go up and uh practice with his older brother who you know is a corrective care uh, chiropractic doctor started out as a you know maximized living clinic well i don't know if he started that way but he was practicing that way and uh recently he's gotten in into cbp seminars and cbp techniques so brian has the opportunity to go back to canada and uh, practice with his brother. So, you know, Brian, what, what types of things, uh, the challenges do you think you're going to face uh, in going into the, a practice with your brother? And then that's number one. And number two, will you truly be able to implement CBP technique in that practice? Have you uh, talked about that with your brother? Yeah, absolutely. We've talked about it. And, um, you know, it, it will be challenging because it'll be, a bit of a shift of mindset for the patients, uh, also for my brother. Obviously, he's practiced a certain way, but you know he's really excited because uh, the way he practiced was was just not giving him the results that he he necessarily wanted to see. They weren't necessarily predictable. Um, you know, he talked about corrective care and and spinal correction with his patients, and that's what he would sell them on. But he wasn't necessarily getting the predictable results that he, he wanted. So yeah, he's excited about the, about partnering and, and help having me there and helping the process. But yeah, it's going to be a challenge like, like any other clinic out there. It's, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of opinions about CVP that, that aren't necessarily true and, and it's a competitive market and, you just got to be certain about what you're doing and go for it. And you know what? I, I caught Brian off guard with the uh, maximized living comment. You know, and it's not a slam against uh, their organization. I think they're great in uh, in terms of the business models that they offer. But I can, you know, hands down, I can tell you that CBP technique is superior to any corrective care technique out there whether or not it's something that somebody just, you know, put together and, and renamed or it's an actual name technique. 
chiropractic biophysics is the leader in corrective care, hands down. We have the research, we have the evidence, we have randomized trials, independently done RCTs. So it's not just my opinion, it's legitimate data with randomized trials that confirm the non-randomized trials that we've published and the, the case studies, the numerous case studies. So, you know, anybody out there listening, it, it's not a bash. It's just an absolute truth that CVP is the corrective care technique leader. And if you are unhappy with the corrections that you're getting, you can implement CVP technique with any system out there. Some of them, of course, work better with CVP technique than others. But the reality of it is you can take somebody like Brian, who's trained from dare I say, the best on the planet in CPP technique. Um, and notice I didn't say just the best on the planet. I said in CPP technique. Uh -huh. uh, and and what I meant by that was my wife. Um, and, and, you know, he, he can go into his brother's practice and he can actually teach his brother things that, you know, the average student would not be able to teach a seasoned, you know, corrective care style chiropractor. But Brian has the opportunity to do that. And I'm sure that his brother is going to teach him uh, just as much as uh, Brian will share with him. It'll be a nice two-way street, and I'm personally eager to, to see how this unfolds. Hey, your brother's a pretty smart guy. <laughs> Put, puts you in ideal spine, and then has you come home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a smart guy for sure. Hey, I want to comment on that research thing that you said, Dee. And, you know, I mean, I, I came from DE, man. I'm, you know, most of you guys know that listen to this podcast. We're all hardcore philosophy. I mean, a subluxated spine. Uh, we truly believe in every chromosome in our body that a patient is really making a life or death decision. It may not be that they'll die today, but they're dying a little bit. They're suffering every day more and more. And, you know, coming from, as you guys know, I was a Pedabon instructor before I reattached or became totally attached with you guys. And I thought I knew a lot about spinal correction. And you sit through these seminars and coming with such strong conviction of being 20 years, you know, in DE. And then seeing that research. I mean, I didn't need the research for conviction. And I'm not a research guy. But, man, you sit through those seminars and it's like, okay, uh, I'm done. You know, what do I have to do? I don't care how strong your conviction is. When you sit through a CBP seminar and you see that research, there is another level for your conviction. Because the fact that what you learn is that medicine actually is supporting chiropractic. I mean, you have so many medical studies, Deed, that show that, that medical doctors know a boatload about posture and curves and spinal cord and all these things. And the research is rampant. And it's almost overwhelming, Dee, that when you, you sit through there, you think, okay, I'm done. I don't even have an opinion anymore because my opinion and my whole perspective has been so strongly swayed that I, I would – or swayed, pardon my vocabulary, that um, you know, I don't care what your level of conviction is. It's going up another notch when you go to a CBP seminar. Yeah, so there. you know, we always try to do that. We, you know, we try to be inspirational, but the funny thing is I'm inspirational with, with science. And if I can truly change somebody's spine and posture, then I see the philosophy work. And, I, you know, the, the reality is I know you're not going to fix everybody, but we can, you know, sure try. And we can come, you know, damn close. We can get in the 90%. And, you know, not every condition is going to respond but the majority of them do when you truly do corrective care with people. And that's, that's what re, really reinforces the philosophy. You see somebody that they truly don't correct. And what happens is later on, you find out that they're either a having worse problems or B they're having the same problems that they originally came in with. And you know, those are the ones that don't get corrected, but then the ones you do correct, you know, they pull out of just a number of things. It's amazing. Well, and you mentioned science, you know, chiropractic is an art, a philosophy, and a science. <laughs> well, there is a science. Just, you know, getting a little excited about that. 
Yeah, it's remind, it reminded me of that 80s song, Science Screaming. Yeah. There is a science, man, and CBP's got the most friggin' science that aligns with the philosophy. It's so friggin' aligned and parallel to the principle. It proves the principle. I mean, the principle is truth. The science proves it. And I don't care. I don't need proof. You know, I have the principle, blah, 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 blah. It is a science. What's that word? Science. Thank you. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Thank you for the delayed response. <laughs> You know, and I think we have a responsibility for the science. And the challenge is, indeed, you know this better than anybody, what's taught in schools, some schools, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to risk my reputation here, can be dependent on who writes the fattest check. Is that really about science? I mean, I get it. Schools need money. They need enrollment. Enrollment has been down in a lot of schools, but there are certain schools, enrollment's, uh, enrollment's going up, and they're teaching the principle, and they're teaching the science. Yep. You know, you know, and, and to the colleges, I'll tell you what, I'm I'm excited about a couple colleges. Number one, I'm excited about, you know, life colleges, Life West and Life University. And of course, as an alumni of, of Life Chiropractic College West, CBP uh, has always been a big supporter there. And, you know, we have our, our core curricula class and an elective there. And then we have an elective at Life University. But those two schools are, are great examples of philosophically sound schools that do teach corrective care. But, you know, and it's not just because Brian's here. I'm actually really excited about Palmer. And, uh, you know, I recently spoke at Palmer Homecoming last month, and it was an awesome event. Their, their, it was their 100th year homecoming for Palmer Davenport. And I mean, hands down, I, I received a, a huge open arm welcoming from, you know, the community there, not just the doctors, but actually the staff, faculty and the board of directors and then the chancellor of uh, Palmer, uh, Dr. Denny Marchiori. And I, I really, really believe that CBP technique has a great opportunity to at least be considered as an elective at uh, Palmer College in the, in the future. And, you know, I, I, I'm really hoping that that will occur. And, you know, I, I think it's the right place for CBP technique to be. Palmer has always had a huge history and legacy in the profession. And there's, uh, you know, no better place for a true corrective care technique leader like CBP than to, to, than to be in Palmer Chiropractic College. So in the future, hopefully we see, you know, Palmer Davenport, and then uh, Palmer in uh, Sunnyvale, and then Palmer, Florida, uh, taking on CBP technique as a, as an elective at least, and that way it gives uh, hope for the the students there to at least have a viable, true corrective care, evidence based technique that they can practice. Nice. Yeah, I know you may or may not be able to mention this, Steve, but there's actually a few schools that are looking at CBP right now, isn't there? Yeah, and you know, I don't, I don't want to, you know, totally let the cat out of the bag. I, I just want to say that, you know, I'm hopeful, and that's all we can do is, you know, we can, uh, we can hope that the schools look at the scientific merits of our work and and look at really the, the profession as a whole right now, what's happening out there to the field doctors, we, we truly need to have a unique niche. And, you know, the, the unique niche is no longer just generalized spinal manipulative therapy. Uh, I think the unique niche is true leaders in spinal corrective care. And that involves, you know, specific adjusting and postural corrective techniques like CBP technique and postural rehabilitation and spine rehabilitation techniques like CBP. And, you know, when, when you offer that unique niche, that, that gives a really, really unique market share for these young generations of chiropractors coming out of chiropractic colleges. You know, couple that with the fact that CBP technique has a, a really nice network around the world of, of doctors that are looking to foster these young chiropractic students and uh, bring them on board as either A, interns in their last uh, quarter of school, and then, you know, B, as, you know, new associate docs that we treat really well. 
and there's a lot of CBP doctors out there looking for good quality, you know, uh, chiropractors out there and younger chiropractors that they can help mold into the future. Yeah, you know, I want to comment on that. You use the word niche. You know, after 118 years, we've got we're taking care of a little over three percent of the population. So, you know, when you look at any profession, most people would consider that just about a failure. You know, so it's like maybe we should do something different. Maybe we shouldn't do the same old thing. If it took 118 years to see less than four percent. And this is really, you know, we live in a different world today where you have to be a doctor. I mean, you have to prove why you're seeing a patient. And that's another thing about CBP is you've set those standards. You can prove loss of function. You can show curve correction. You have the research to show patients with curves that have pain versus chronic pain versus no pain. And I know it's centered around pain, but it is centered, it's also around function. And you know, you have to be a doctor today. And maybe if we did something a little different, maybe like the, you said, that was our niche, something that absolutely no one else can do. Spinal manipulative therapy, man, everybody and their brother can freaking do that. And it's not even that much fun. <laughs> you know, when you can change a per transform a person's life and you have that, you're the only person, the only profession that can do that. And we can take that to the general public. You know, and I'm going to say one more thing because I always say I'm going to say one more thing. You know, there's all these management groups that teach you, you know what, you got to give a patient what they want and then teach them chiropractic. Well, you know what? I think that's a bunch of bullshit. Pardon my language. People want freaking health care. I mean, every year in this country, in America, people pay more money out of pocket to get healthy. But the profession has not done the job to be consistent enough to show the optimal spine, optimal health message. And optimal spine, hello, curve correction. We can dominate that one area. We can literally, literally hit that tipping point, 18%. Man, CBP, in my opinion, and elite, and the movement that we're creating, and Elevation Health, and all this movement towards corrective care, could be that 15%. And you know what? We need more people in there delivering more to the general public with a message that's consistent and powerful and we can do this in a relatively short period of time. Amen. So there. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hey, uh, Joe, I, I was going to go off on this for a minute, uh -huh. but I want to give you the, the chance to comment before I do that. So uh, no, no, the floor is all yours right now. You know, what Fred said about the public, you know, is really wanting this and demanding this. I, I totally agree wholeheartedly. And I, I just want to share with the, the readers out there some recent things that I've received on the, uh, the, the chiropractic Facebook uh, group that, that I run. Not, not the group, sorry, the page. The page. I was and actually going to bring that up. That's a good point. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's chiropractic biophysics uh, on Facebook, and it's our page. And, you know, you can easily find that. And I'm just going to share a couple of stories there. And... Typically, what, what I do is, you know, I'll post the, the, the uh, case reports that either I publish or different CBP chiropractors publish. And recently, uh, I posted on the, the Chiropractic Biophysics Facebook page the uh, 2012 article that Dr. David Shapiro and his colleague had published in the Annals of Vertebral Subluxation Research. And it was on a, a Parkinson's uh, Okay, so it was a, a, a elderly male that was suffering from Parkinson's disease, and as we all know, that's a really de debilitating degenerative condition. It's not a, a funny, you know, a fun thing in any respect. It's challenging. There's no cures for it, and uh, the, the case nicely documents that uh, chiropractic biophysics corrective care is helping this 65-year-old or or however old he was. Uh, you got to forgive me, it wasn't my case, but helping him with his pain and disability and, and uh, his ability to just function in his activities of daily living. So I, I sent this out uh, to, you know, several thousand people and I paid to promote it. And I don't, I don't get any benefit from it because, 
you know, personally, I promote the, the CBP doctor directory. Basically, I say, hey, if you, if you know anybody with these types of conditions, uh, look up a CBP doctor in your area and maybe it can help them. So, you know, I'm not doing this to benefit my personal practice. It's, it's not promoting the ideal spine health center. So I, I've got, I got a really nice comment uh, on the page, and you can look it up from a uh, Miss Beth Liebman. And she wrote in, she said, hey, thank you for posting this case. Uh, my 65-year-old husband was just diagnosed with Parkinson's, and I would definitely love some assistance in managing his, his symptoms. And so people, you know, people are actively looking for alternative solutions out there. This just absolutely proves that, you know, I'm sure she, she's looking at the medication and he's probably already taken them, but they, they understand that that's not enough. They're looking for true health care that's not medical, that actually helps this person function and heal up. And chiropractic biophysics is one of them. Mm-hmm. So that, that's one case. And I'll, I'll let you, uh, um, you know, comment on that before I move on. No, I think that the interaction on Facebook has definitely opened up a lot of opportunities for um, patients and and their relatives that are not yet patients to really find out a lot more out there. Unfortunately, there's a lot of, um, shall we say, uh, lesser qualified um, systems out there. Not just saying chiropractic, I'm just saying as far as in the medical system, that people just simply do not know that there's there's you know, alternatives out there that are effective and research-based. And uh, it's nice to see some of these things and all these comments. It's really inspiring to see these these comments. And, you know, people are absolutely looking for, the, for something. And this actually gives them hope where hope was removed so many times from these people. Well, and I want to make a comment about what I said before in relation to you, Deed. I mean, there is no question, and this is just evidence that people are looking for something different. Uh, They don't want medicine. They just don't know they have a choice. So what you're doing out there to educate the general public deed is awesome and it is changing people's lives. And the next thing is a lot of this is, is the person's conviction. You know, do you believe that you have to sell chiropractic? You know, do you believe that a person truly wants pain relief or do you believe that a person truly wants to be healthy? Because you're going to see evidence of your own belief system. You're going to see what you believe, and then you're going to believe what you see. So, so the whole thing is, if 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 you're having people that are choosing pain care, then learn a better day one, learn a better day two, do your homework, learn communication. And I found that frustrating with me when my core values for correction when I was in practice were so strong, and I had these coaches. Uh, you know, everybody, every coach can help everybody. They say, well, you got to give them what they want. And I'm, I didn't even know crap. And I'm like, that's bullshit. I'm part of my, there I go again. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I believe they want health care. And so, you know, I went outside of chiropractic and took almost 20 years of professional communication training to see how can you help people get past their limited thought? What's in front of them right now to truly help people get what they want? Do you believe that people truly want great health care, and when you show them what you have, they truly want it. Now, can you show them in a way that inspires them to want to change their life? And that's really the question. If you believe you have to give them what they want just so they accept your recommendations, you are the problem. You are the problem. Look in the freaking mirror. That's where the problem is, and then go get trained. So that was a little confronted. (laughs) Yeah, and you know that's the the reality of that, Fred. Is you know it's right in your face. It's there. Um, let me let me read one more you know comment from a, a lay person on this post. And again, all the chiropractors there, you can go to the Chiropractic Biophysics Facebook page and uh, please you know like the page. But you know also do more than that. Uh, share these posts on your personal pages and your your practice pages because. You know, they're nothing but good quality, you know, posts to make. They, they talk about the spine and health and disease in different manners. And the average post that we do on here, you know, gets several hundred likes and at least 100 shares from around the profession. Uh, so th- this one's from uh, Donna Marie. And she writes, Dear Dr. D, I, I think you're very proactive in helping uh, Mrs. Liebman. And that was the, the first comment that I read you. And 
and she says, this is a credit to, to your profession. Too many people have not done any research about chiropractic care and have no concept of how much good it can do. I was first introduced to, to chiropractic by my primary care physician some 45 years ago. And after, after that, I did my own research. Chiropractic care can be essential to the average person's everyday overall health and well-being. That's from a patient. Imagine, nice. imagine how it can help bolster the immune system of a person who has need of it. Mm -hmm. I'll get off my little soapbox now and just congratulate you for the work that you do. And, you know, people are out there and they just want, they want positive messages. They want to know where they can turn for proper health care and information. And sometimes it, it is just information. But you know what? You give these people information and eventually they'll act on it. And they, they do want to see corrective chiropractic professionals out there. They don't just want to go to a rack and crack doctor, just like they don't just want to take medication or have surgery. They want to do something that's bigger and better. No question. Cool. Well, um, I don't know. Anything else? I think we've kind of gotten their face right there and did that. I mean, is there anything else you want to add or you want to go into your study, Dean? Well, you know, the other thing is I, I want to say this. The docs out there, I, I would love to have you guys on the, the Chiropractic Biophysics Facebook group, but it's only for CBP chiropractors. I turn away at least 30 chiropractors a week from the Facebook group because they have not been to a CBP seminar. Don't get mad at me for that. Just come to a CBP seminar. If you want to be on the Facebook group and be able to interact with us on cases in uh, you know, a very interactive forum uh, with myself, Dr. Joe Ferrantelli, Dr. Fred DiDomenico, and all the other CBP docs out there, you need to come to a seminar first, and then we'll let you join the, the Facebook group. And uh, the group's really important. Fred, I know you're on there, and you comment a lot for the doctors needing help, and I know, Joe, you're on there too. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's it's great, uh, the interaction, especially with uh, tough cases. Um, imagine, if you will, when you can post anonymized uh, information about a tough case and then have a group of your peers pretty much do a roundtable on what they think is the you know something that's going to be efficacious for them to to heal. And it's, it's something that we've always wanted in CBP uh, to do, and we tried doing for many years, and it never really took off until Facebook. And it's closed for a reason because it's, you know, for, for doctors that are trained only. It's not for, you know, arguments as far as what technique or whatnot. It's about structural rehab. And you're there with your brothers and sisters that are sharing common ground, and it's really, really helpful. I wish when I was in practice, honestly, I wish I had something like this because, you know, we, we live in our own little worlds, and these tough cases need sometimes some, some help. And it's the best way to you know, look and understand what CBP is. Nice. As a student, guys, it's, it's a no-brainer. I mean, it's fantastic. Learn from all these guys that have gone ahead of you. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing. No question. Well, uh, I don't know. I feel like I said what I had to say. <laughs> How about you guys? Yeah, I, I think so too, Fred. You, I think it's great. What I'll do is I'll uh, end with the research article of the supposed to be weak, but maybe it's of the uh, last quarter. <laughs> uh, and, you know, this ties in nicely about what we've talked about, corrective care, long-term care, and uh, improved patient outcomes. Uh, you know, you, you have to be able to communicate and have systems in the office in order to keep these people on a long-term program and and Fred, that's really one of the things that you focus on and, and teach and train the doctors through elite coaching. Um, so let's keep that in mind too when you, you see this research or you hear the research. Uh, this is a randomized trial that my colleagues and I from Egypt uh, did. And it's in abstract form. It is available in a peer-reviewed conference. It was published in Physiotherapy in 2011. It's volume 97 supplement number one. So you can go to physi physiotherapy. It's a peer-reviewed physical therapy journal. So it's P-H-Y-S-I-O therapy. 
and it's volume 97, supplement number one, 2011. And you'll see the uh, abstract from this uh, peer-reviewed conference proceeding, and our abstract is on page uh, 846 and 847. And the, the paper is The Efficacy of Cervical Lordosis Rehabilitation for Nerve Root Function, Pain, and Segmental Motion in Cervical Spondylotic Radiculopathy. And just a long story short, it's a randomized trial where we took two, two groups. Both groups were suffering from chronic spondylotic radiculopathy, and it was unilateral. So mild uh, foraminal stenosis, discogenic, and a little bit of uh, you know bone spur in there, but not severe, not severe like true central stenosis. But you know these people have chronic neck pain and and arm pain, and then they have uh, reduction in their dermatomal somatosensory evoked potential, uh, specifically looking at the median nerve. So we were looking at C6 and C7 uh, nerve roots, and what we did is we randomized the groups either into a standard physical therapy group uh, receiving, you know, neck stretching and exercise, and, and then, uh, uh, you know, basically PT, which is, you know, hot packs and tens. And then we, we did a, another group, got that same thing with three-point bending extension traction. And, we, you know, we classically call that Pope two-way traction but it's non-compressive two-way traction. So there's a mild distraction on the back of the skull with some uh, slight extension, and then we have a front pole that uh, pulls the, the uh, cervical curve in, which is why it's called three-point bending. Uh, we did that three times a week for 10 weeks, and then we did a three-month and then recently a two-year follow-up. Now, in, in the abstract, it's only the three-month follow-up that, that's, uh, reported. The two-year data is not reported. Uh, we're in the process of uh, having that written up. Uh, but what, what we identified was really, really cool things. The outcomes indicated that the two-way traction, number one, improved the, the cervical curve, whereas the uh, classic PT and neck stretches and exercises didn't change the cervical curve. But then more importantly, the uh, the outcomes were better in the group that got the uh, cervical uh, curve traction. And the outcomes were, number one, better pain. Number two, better movement on flexion extension, segmental kinematics. And number three, improved nerve root function as measured with the dermatomal somatosensory evoked potential. And that's a big thing for chiropractic. It truly indicates that corrective care aimed at improving the cervical lordosis improves nerve root function. And in fact, if you read the paper or read the abstract, we found a, a linear correlation between the amount of curve loss and the amount of altered evoked potential. And then oppositely, we found a linear response with the improvement in the evoked potential and the improvement in the cervical lordosis. So this, this is a huge finding for chiropractic in general, but specifically for corrective chiropractic with CDP. It's the first paper that truly identifies that changing the cervical lordosis absolutely improves uh, evokes potentials. Nice. Yeah, hey, nice. we're in a new world, baby. Way to, way to take us into a whole new realm, dude. A whole new reality and, and uh, really proven, proven the principle with uh, great science. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, you know, I'm happy to do that. Right on. So you got an advanced certification week coming up. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, in uh, basically two weeks, we have the week-long CBP advanced certification training. It's Saturday through Friday, and it's about 10-hour days, sometimes a little bit longer. So we're going to go 70-hour intense training on advanced certification. And uh, we, we cover modules 8 through 13 in CBP. You can look that up on idealspine.com, what that's all about. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we have a small turnout, but that's okay. It's a, a focused group that at the end of it, they will be advanced CBP certified. Yeah. You all, uh, just for kind of future pacing, we're already getting, you're already getting a lot of attention for the basic certification next year in March. 
So definitely plan on that. You want to just mention exactly what that is as well? Yeah, the uh, the week-long basic certification training uh, will be in uh, the spring, essentially, into March, early April. And you'll see that out online within the next couple weeks. And it covers modules one through six for general CBP certification. Um, and just really quickly, the only person at the advanced uh, seminar series that I'm doing in two weeks that won't be certified is uh, soon to be Brian Bandman here, the intern. <laughs> I, I'm not going to certify him in CBP until he graduates. Nice. Nice. Hey, let me make a comment about that basic certification and seminars in general, especially with that basic certification. Guys, you will need to register way ahead of time because we're at max capacity every time for that series. Uh, literally, there's no more room that we can actually do it. So make sure you sign up well in advance for that basic certification because that will fill up very, very fast. Yeah, and Thanks, Joe. I mean, I, I absolutely limit that to 50 people. I can't, I can't have more than 50 people in the facility during the week because of patient activities and things going on. So we stop it at 50. And uh, so, Dr. Fred, what, what do you have upcoming? Well, we got a semi-annual coming up in on October 4th, 5th. This is a world-class seminar. Uh, not only do I promise that it will get great, create great transformations, we have great speakers, Dan Pompa, is going to show how to combine a phenomenal nutritional program with spinal correction. We have John Davila, Garrick Gunderson, Roberto Monaco, who's the number one salesperson for Tony Robbins, is going to show you how to give presentations. I'm speaking on four topics on how to build an outstanding spinal culture, not only in your practice, but in your community. And we have CA training on how to teach your CAs how to go out and market and build your practice. So that's going to be a phenomenal seminar. Uh, that's an easy one anyone can attend. You know, in November, December, we have our advanced communication training boot camps. And if anyone feels that you want training on how to take a person from, Doc, crack my back, what's my insurance cover, and how to have the highest probability that they become a lifetime patient, I guarantee these boot camps minimally will grow your practice 20 to 50% within 90 days of going through there. And there's many people that grow more than that. So they're so powerful. It's, it's such a transformational experience that, uh, number one, go to Chicago. And then if you want to really improve your patient management system, create more lifetime patients, give me a call about the boot camps. Awesome. And uh, Dr. Joe, what do you have upcoming with uh – Posture Co. Well, we, we we got some uh, well, we got some exciting things first with our X-ray analysis software, Posture Ray. Uh, for you guys out there that have had our system for a long time, make sure you contact us because we just released the cervical morphology uh, module with CBP, will, which will help you with your clinical care. And of course, there's been some major updates and overhauls to the view box as well. Um, with the posture side of things, we just released a, a super fast quick screening lateral view module to where literally within 10 to 15 seconds you can have a lateral analysis of your patient uh, if you're at a health event but we have some really great things coming out within a month we're going to have um, let me just say we have a little more advanced uh, analysis on the way that will uh, will definitely help you especially if you're doing work from scoliosis to other types of analysis where we're going to be introducing the posterior view and the left lateral view as well um, and the, the corresponding measurements. So that way you'll have a true clinical uh, tool to use as well in your office that is more than just the educational portion of posture screen. And you guys are going to really, really like this. And for more information, cool. just, you know, check that out at postureanalysis.com. We'll be showing it off at the seminars, of course. But uh, we also have some new updates coming with uh, Posture pushing to uh, Genesis software as well, too, which Deed will be very happy once I get that into his office. Yeah, yeah, that's great, Jared. Thanks. <laughs> Can we get that done? Uh, yeah, then, yeah, I might put it in somebody else's office first. You got to ask nice. Real, real quick before we end, I, I really I, I feel bad. I didn't acknowledge my co-authors on, on the paper that um, I just read to you, the randomized trial. Really, they, they are the reason this project got done. I, I was nothing more than a, an advisor. And, uh, you know, I wrote 
and I advised, but I didn't do the actual work. Uh, the, the project was done at Cairo University, and it was done by Ibrahim uh, Mustafa, and now it's his wife, Aliyah Diab, uh, their colleague, uh, A.M. Ahmed, and then myself. And uh, Aliyah and Ibrahim are uh, PT PhDs, and they're just phenomenal uh, researchers. And uh, I couldn't have done this, obviously, without them. And it's just fantastic to work with them. And, you know, you'll see a lot more in the future from, from them and, and myself. And you can also look up some other papers that they've done, and we'll share that with uh, everybody out there in podcast land in the future. Mm-hmm. Cool. Hey, well, we're going to stay on track here, gang, and I uh, promise more podcasts are coming. we got some exciting speakers that will be lined up. So uh, keep your ears and eyes open for a future podcast. Thanks for being here, Dean and Joe. And uh, Brian, till next time. And Brian, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't too exciting of a speaker, but he was, you know, last minute. So we just threw him in. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. All right, you guys. All right, guys. Take care. Have a good night. Have a good night. Take care. Bye.